In this episode, I'm going to share how I go about clearing my social media inbox. If you're anything like me, you battle with the inbox on social media. I specifically have difficulty with LinkedIn and Instagram, and it's an ongoing saga. So I'm going to share a couple tricks that I learned to help me manage my inbox. Number one, I follow a set of rules. I immediately archive messages that are sales, that are cryptocurrency related, or that are non-personalized. See, I feel that if they're not going to take the time to send me a personalized note, why should I take the time to respond? Also, I kind of feel like if I do respond, I'm leading them on. I'm letting them know that I might be interested. And the reality is, I'm likely not interested so I don't waste their time. They've already wasted my time by sending me an unsolicited message asking for something from me without any personalization or way for me to know that this person actually knows who I am. So I don't even bother responding. They go straight to either delete or archive. So that's the first thing. I also think that when these people send, they're often using bots or some sort of automated way to send it. So they're not gonna be waiting for my response So I just don't take the time. The only thing I take the time to do is remove it from my inbox. Number two, I take all, and I mean all, important conversations off platform. So if it's a media invitation, somebody wants me to be a podcast guest, or maybe they want to be a guest on my show, then I take that conversation onto email. So I politely say, hey, do you mind if we take this off platform. I'd love to talk to you about this, uh, but send me a note at this address. And I send them my email address. If it's an offer to collaborate or a potential customer, I invite them to continue the conversation via email. So I either give them my email address or I ask them for their email address. And then I follow up with them there. Super important not to continue to have the conversation on the platform, especially if that platform is something that you don't regularly check, which in some cases is the case for me. Number three, I use voice dictation on my Mac to send personalized responses quickly without having to type anything. So on my Mac, I just press function, function, and all of a sudden I could start talking and anything I say will turn into text. Now, couple notes, be sure to proofread it because it may not be accurate. There was one time where I sent somebody a message and it said something entirely different than what I intended it to say and it was actually X-rated. Fortunately, uh, when I say X-rated, it had a, a word in there that it shouldn't have had. And the person was very understanding and they, they laughed about it. But you don't want that to happen to you. So make sure that you proofread after using dictation or some sort of talk-to-text application, proofread it to make sure it says exactly what you intended it to say. Number four, I love to send voice messages to people who I wanna build a deeper relationship with. Now, I know some people use that as their first point of contact. I don't do that. And the reason I don't do that is it actually takes more time to listen to a voice note or watch a video than it does to read text. So if I'm just meeting somebody or just getting to know them for the first time, I'd much prefer to have a text exchange, written exchange. And if I'm just meeting somebody for the first time, I'd much rather have a written exchange as opposed to an audio exchange because it takes less time. But once I pass that point and I get to know somebody a little bit more and I feel this is somebody I want to get to know even better and I want them to get to know me even better, then I'll send them a voice note. 
The one thing I know is there's a certain amount of rapport that you can build with the voice. I know this because there's vibration in the voice. There's inflection in the voice. There's a certain amount of truth in the voice. When you hear somebody's voice, you connect with them on a much deeper level. This is why platforms like Clubhouse are so popular. You connect with the voice. So when you send somebody a voice note, it gives a much deeper, meaningful, rich connection that you wouldn't otherwise get from written communication. Number five, I love this one. I use a keyboard shortcut tool called Text Blaze. And what this does is it allows me with the stroke of a key on my keyboard to get instantly a snippet of text. And I decide and determine what that snippet of text is. This allows me to very quickly send messages to people that I regularly send. Maybe it's acknowledging a connection request, or maybe I want to respond to somebody after congratulating me on a new endeavor or my birthday or something like that. And I want to respond quickly, but I want it to contain everything that I want. Or maybe it's a note about a recent podcast I've released. But the important thing to remember is I don't just send this snippet of text on its own. I always like to personalize that text so that it really does feel like it was something that I took the time to do because I don't want people to feel like it's an automation bot. So I'll add the person's name. Maybe I'll add another sentence in there. I really will take the time to personalize it. That way it is personalized. And so use a tool like TextBlaze or others like them to make the work easier for you. So you're not constantly typing the same message over and over and over again. So if you have messages that you frequently type, or maybe you copy and paste them, this is even easier than copy and pasting because all you gotta do is hit a key. What's cool is some of the social media platforms allow for this as well. So Instagram, for example, I know has a keyword shortening tool that allows you to send messages very, very quickly. Number six, I use the mass archive feature to quickly clear DMs that I don't need to respond to. An example is when I get happy birthday messages, it's a really nice gesture but the reality is those people are not waiting for a response. All they did was click, yes, they want to say happy birthday to me, and then they forgot it. So I don't need to respond. So I have a choice. I could use the keyboard snippet tool text blaze and send them back a note, or I could just archive them using the mass archive feature. Number seven, this is a fun one. Occasionally, I'll create a GIF or a GIF, and I'll send this as a message. I especially like to do this if I haven't responded in a while and I kind of make fun of myself. I have a GIF of Yoda that says, I need to use the force to catch up on DMs. So I kind of make light of the fact that I'm not quick to respond on social media. And then I may even say, I'm quicker to respond by email and I'll include my email, which is another great tip. I use an auto respond, and this is sort of a bonus tip. I use an autoresponder on LinkedIn that lets people know that I don't respond quickly and I'm taking my conversations off platform and I include my email address. So if somebody really wants to get a hold of me, all they need to do is send me an email. And I'm much more on top of my emails. I have an amazing method that it's in another video where I show you exactly how I keep my messages at zero in my email. Number eight, personalized video or Loom messages are highly effective and help to build credibility and rapport. Now, I will admit, I don't do this a lot, but I've seen others do it. Alex B. Sheridan is the king of sending video messages. In fact, I distinctly remember one of the first messages I got from him 
was a video message and it helped to make him stand out. Now, this may or may not be the strategy that you want to use, but I can guarantee you that most people aren't sending personalized videos to the people in their network. So if you want to stand out, take a page out of Alex's playbook and send something personalized to your contacts. Now, you don't need to do it for everybody. You could just do it for a select few, but the few that you do it for are going to remember the fact that you took the time to send them a personalized video message. Hopefully you found some value in these techniques. I would love to hear what you do to manage your social media inbox. I'm always interested to learn what others are doing, especially as it relates to optimizing your effectiveness and efficiency in any area of social media. Hopefully you enjoyed this one. And if you did, please subscribe. And until next time, make it a great one.